Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous, episode two. I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. Episode two, Brian. Oh, sorry. No, continue. Well, no, well. <laughs> You're not going to believe it, y'all. Hollywood Hotel. What? Good evening. Uh huh. Just a moment, Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, success with us. John's not successful, and neither is Brian, but they're not gonna give up. I thought you were gonna say give a fuck. You said give up. That, that's your part. Oh, I was supposed to say give up? I don't know. We're, we're riffing. Oh, okay. Well, we're improv Get out of the box. Here's the deal. First of all, hooray. Hooray for Hollywood. Uh, I didn't know we were gonna be riffing, dude. I thought we were gonna let that song play. No, it's like it's like a it's a it's a Miko remix. It's gonna go it, on for like seventy five minutes because people who, dance on cocaine. It's a who remix? You know, man, I don't think his guy's called Miko. Whatever. It's like from the nineteen seventies disco era where people were just on cocaine and danced until they died of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, dude, those were good times. Yeah, there's there's photographs all over Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> oh, so, uh, no, that we would have just gone on and on and on if we had done it that way. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't realize. Sorry, we were supposed to interrupt that song. Yeah. Well, it's a great beginning, by the way. Is it? Oh, yeah. Hooray okay. for Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the listeners can even feel that we're looking at a picture of the Hollywood sign in your office because of that song. I felt it was appropriate to have that sign here for us. Absolutely. A constant reminder of what we strive for. We strive for that sign. Douchebag check. Do you, now that you've been here, how many years? Uh, 15. 15 years. Wait, you've been six, here- six, 15, 15. 15, 16 years. One of them is blur. I get it. One is blur. Um, do you still get excited when you see the Hollywood sign or are you like, whatever, man? Uh, I don't know why this is a douchebag check. Because it's like, oh, I'm over it, man. It's like, whatever. Like, oh, no, no, kidding. no. I was just at Runyon Canyon like mm-hmm. an hour and a half ago mm-hmm. and it was. it's a really clear day out and I, you can see the Hollywood sign from mm-hmm. there and I remember going, man... Things aren't so bad. I get to look at that thing every day. It's kind of cool. See, that's what I'm talking about. I still have that same energy. I've, I've yeah. been here since 2000, so that'd be about 15 years. Yeah. So it's I still feel like um, it matters to me. Like I can yeah. look at that sign, and even though I haven't achieved what I thought I was going to achieve when I got here, um, I I can still every day look at that and go, "That's pretty sweet." Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole point. I guess what I'm saying is the genuineness of why you move out here. Do you still do you still have a little bit of that ticking inside of you somewhere? Uh, I think you have to. I don't care who you are. I think you have to. But how can people pretend like they don't? Then? Because, and this is, I was talking about this the other day with, with probably myself in a mirror. Um, it, it, when, when you're younger, it's fun to hate on everything. Mm-hmm. It's fun to be like, oh, you like that band? That band sucks, and here's why. And have those arguments and mock people for their, their, what they like, what they believe. It's a good time. And as you get older, like, that takes more and more energy and, and it's just easier at to my hate? age. Yeah. Okay, but you can be you get angrier as you get older. You just don't hate on things. Is yeah. That, you mean you you falsely hate? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean falsely. I mean there are things that I despise, and I still despise those things. Yeah. I don't, we'll I don't talk like... about that later. A little experience we had. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what angers you? <laughs> anyway, continue. But but I just think that as I get older, it's easier for me to go. Yeah. Oh, you like that? I don't care. If it doesn't affect me, I have no. It doesn't bother me. Do you know what I mean? Right. And and. And I like more and more things. I'm I'm more open minded as I get older. Like I thought I was such an open minded kid, mm-hmm. and I realized that I wasn't. And I'm more open minded now. Like if you told me that your favorite 
musician was Miley Cyrus, I would I would give you a little ribbon. And but then, you should because that's because they just don't fit the demographic. Well, no, you definitely don't fit the demographic, and that's why I would make fun of you. But at the same time, I'd also be like, yeah, I don't really care. As long as you weren't in my car trying to get me to listen to it. <laughs> then you care all of <laughs> a sudden. Then I would be like, hey, dude, not while I'm driving. I think there's a fine line between, like, I really don't care what you listen to, just don't make me listen to it. There's that, that right? There's yeah. a thing. Don't trap me in an area and where make I have me to, listen Where I have to, to yeah. yeah. Because I know that no matter, I'm sure two people, almost no matter who they are, can find some common ground. Something musically, do you know what I mean? In a car, mm-hmm. I drove. Mm-hmm. I drove my friend Andrick to Aspen my first year working at the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival, and pretty much the only tape we played the whole time in this van was uh, the Method Man Red Man album because we both liked it, and it was really all we could agree on. Like he wasn't going to listen to the Grateful Dead or Slayer or Motorhead, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to listen to whatever he listened to. So it was like that was the one thing we we're like, okay. So we both listened to that. We wore it out, but we know all the words by the end. I um, was seven years seven. Eight, seven or eight years old, the family took a trip from Wisconsin to Colorado. Ooh. I had a little tape cassette in the back, battery run, of course, because back then you couldn't plug them into the uh, oh, lighter because the no. you know, lighter was being used for cigarettes. Yeah, you had you used for lighting the lighter. <laughs> not, not in my house. We did actually smoke. But anyway, my point is this. Um, I sat in the way back, you know, the, the reverse seat, so you start ah, out the back, which, by the way, is the awesomest seat ever. If you're taking a cross-country trip, that is the way yeah. to do it, is to get the back seat. I know, And I know it goes in order, like oldest up front, youngest all the way in the back, which just sounds also completely unsafe. But right, right, the right. point is, that's where you would You're put outside them. the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly, in a trailer being tied, strapped up to the top. But the, uh, it was me and uh, a dog, I think. My, me and my brother and a dog all sat in the back, so the dog drools. Where was your like, sister? They sat in the middle seat. So I oh, think okay. with a, oh, the station you, your wagons... Bro- your brother, you, your brother, and the dog... I'm were the on. youngest of seven. I think this... We, it, was, it was... So... I um so you've got the the co-pilot which my dad didn't come with us so the co-pilot was probably one of the older brothers or older sister I just can't remember because I was pretty young but then the mid section would have been the mid level kids and the way back was like whoever's left right in the <laughs> whoever whoever just the scraps so I had um, the cassette and we only had one we had two tapes two tapes in there one of them was uh, John Denver's Rocky Mountain High okay nice. which you know thematically. Right, going to Colorado. Going to Colorado. Yeah. Played the crap out of that. I thought, and, and uh, the other one was a um, an audio tape of the Wizard of Oz. Oh wow! And I probably played that about seventy eight times on wow. the way to. And the thing is, no headphones, right? So everybody. Oh wait! Oh, I thought I thought you were describing uh, a Walkman. No, 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 no. I'm you talking about a cassette. A, the like deck. the the triangular, yes, the, the rectangle, rectangle with the the play record yes. button, and and you had to press them both down. Yes, the record was always red. Yes, yeah, and the songs. And the oh uh, the songs and the stories got better as the battery started dying because everything oh, started slowing down. Oh, oh, <laughs> now follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> follow the yellow brick road. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask how long did it take before you were punched in the face by either your mother or a brother or a sister? Assume a, a, an assortment of them were, were were teen years. So probably the minute I hit play, they had, were already over it. Yeah, they were like, I hate you. Because it wasn't You're what they wanted. Right. Right. Because it wasn't, what was their, what was their rock and roll? I you know I have no idea. I guess I was so I, you know what I mean. Like you're at that age. I don't think you. Well, they were so much older than you. Like you, yeah. You your brother was on average bit... five to ten years older than me. Yeah. So wow. they were in a completely different plane. My 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 closest brother was three years older than me. So we were still relatively sure. 
I'm but even he apart. was probably, you're figuring that if I was seven or eight, so he was already double digits too, so he was already so he was, starting to check out on me as well. Yeah, he wanted to punch you. Yeah, yeah everybody sure. wanted to punch me, but they couldn't because I was the golden child. I was the youngest. Right? Were you so, really the golden child? Yeah. Are you still? Yeah. Well, no, no, once you have kids, and I have two of them, they usurp you. Oh, they become the golden children. My parents now are like, you're Brian, right? And they, they're like, they move me out of the way. <laughs> Excuse and me, they... I'm trying to talk to Tanner and Elliot. <laughs> yes, let me talk to you, small, beautiful children. Excuse me, Harry Mann, could you step aside? I'd like to speak to the, uh, the children who have yet to grow hair in places they didn't know they had places. Hey, like Critter, if you wouldn't mind uh, stepping aside for a second. <laughs> what, um, and, but does that, did that happen immediately? What do you mean? Like, I mean, you've been the go- you were the golden child, and you like you got married. They probably loved Natalie, <clears throat> your parents. Yeah, <clears throat> and then they were like, "Oh, yay, Brian, you're still good. You're still good in our eyes." And then you're like, "Yeah, hey, I had a baby," and they're like, "Out of the way." Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty, the natural progression of things. You have quick, to, at though. some point, just like a fading Hollywood star, you have to understand that, you know, Joe Montana <laughs> does and Joe Montana and Aaron Rodgers could walk into the lobby here where we're at, and more people are going to go running over to Aaron Rodgers than they are Joe Montana. Right? That's just the sad fact. Interesting. Of, interesting point. Yeah, it's I just, guess. You just at some point, they still know you. They still like you. Yeah, I, I saw you in that Zips commercial or whatever. <laughs> that's sad. That's the L.A. Gear guy? But uh, there was a time Michael Jordan couldn't even go outside. I mean, he literally spent his life sheltered. He right. can now go outside and people would, he can walk uh, around. Uh, Michael Jordan might not be a good example. No, I'm talking about around a certain demographic. He could wander around. People are like, oh, that's Michael Jordan. Oh, I heard the about dude him. dude with the Hitler mustache? Yeah. <laughs> Why does he think that's cool to wear? What a dick. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, that makes sense. You're right. Aaron Rodgers is the grandchild of Joe Montana. Is that, oh, that's what we're, that's what we're trying to get to. <laughs> well, he, he was born up there somewhere in Northern <laughs> California. There's always a chance. Oh, gee, whoa, wouldn't that be crazy if you And found we out broke again? it right here on the, the Anonymous? Fir- the first, you heard it here first, guys, Hollywood Anonymous, breaking sports news. Aaron Rodgers is the grandchild of Joe Montana. And he would have to be our, a visitor on the show. Yeah, uh, I want to explain that again. Brian doesn't want to have guests. He just wants to have visitors. So people are just going to stop in and visit us. Yeah. And then come and go as they please. You don't like that? I like it. I'm oh, just okay. letting people know when they're like, hey, who's all of a sudden this third guy talking? <laughs> uh, what guest is he? He's not a guest. He's just visiting. Uh, and something to do with the wording that Brian likes better. I think it's the same. Ooh, also, I wanted to apologize for last week. Why? What happened? My voice. Yeah, yeah. It, you, it's like you almost set the tone of like, hey, everybody, I really enjoy cigarettes. I remember that commercial we were over at your house the other day, and I said, oh, did you, you didn't even look up. There was some commercial about a oh, woman. She, she showed herself when she was a teenager. Yeah, I was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. they've been doing those commercials since I was growing up. Remember, Obviously, it has not had an impact. The, the first one you saw, though, was that old, old lady, right? And she, and she was like talking... And then it kind of This pulls is a commercial up. from our youth? Yeah. Okay. And then she pulls and says, now I die smoking. And then she they pull away and she's got that thing on her throat. And then she pulls that away and she's smoking through the hole. I did. Oh, now I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was like okay. horrific. You were like, good God. Well, because I think initially they started out with those. Um, they had people who were dying of lung cancer yes. do commercials before they died, like yeah. uh, Ewell Brenner or something you, like that. Ewell or- Brenner, that Ewell Brenner commercial. Aired after his death. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah. they started, that was where they, but the problem was, it's still, I don't think it had the same impact as a people people with the holes in their throats. And, no, it didn't. But uh, 
But I remember Bill Hicks. I remember listening to Bill Hicks, and he had a whole thing about Yule. Jesus Christ, Yule Brenner's doing commercials from the grave. Like this is terrifying. <laughs> and he would talk about how he, how much he smoked, and I don't know. It was all part of a bit. But uh, yeah, the Yule Brenner thing I thought was really weird. Like I'm Yule Brenner, and I'm dead from cigarette. You're like Ugh. at the same time when I was young, I was like, you gotta be a dipshit to ever smoke a cigarette. Like when I was a kid, kid, I was like, what kind of nimrod? It's going to light up a smoke, knowing exactly what it can do. That's that's a that's just poor planning. And then in eighth grade, I was like, "What is this? A pack of Marlboro Reds? <laughs> awesome!" <laughs> and I smoked a couple of Reds, and I was like, "Oh, those are so gross." And then nothing for a little while. And then high school, I started drinking. So every once in a while, I'd have a cigarette, and I became a guy who bought cigarettes on and off. Like I'd go buy a pack, smoke it, not buy a pack for two weeks, go buy a pack. You know what I mean? And now no. uh, I, I, you're like, no, no, I don't. Because did you ever smoke? I tasted one puff and I was like, this may be the most gross thing. I, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. <coughs> I can barely drink water. Um, <laughs> Ryan's got a weak palate. Brian's But, but I look at palate. it like, good. I'm glad it was so mm. gross to me because, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. It it's you. almost an instant addiction, right? Like you, your body it's, either is like, give me, give me some more or not. I don't know. I, I think I it just, I think it depends on your personality and who you are. Like my, I have a friend, Tim, who smoked like two and a half, three packs of reds a day for a long time and would get physically angry when people wouldn't let him smoke in restaurants and bars <laughs> and he'd go, fuck you guys. And he would just get really mad. And now he doesn't smoke at all. Because he, it, but but that's still, and they say that your lungs start repairing themselves the minute you quit smoking, and you know after seven years you should have pink lungs again. Okay, uh, but still the fact that you, so do you think that's a driving force of a lot of people like screw it, I'll do it, and then I'll quit. No, by no, I don't, I don't think that's a driving. No one even force thinks about it. I don't think because you the you can get addicted to it. It's like I. A lot of people are like, I just quit cold turkey. Some, most people are like, this kid was chewing gum. He had a patch. He had, to, he had to wean himself off it. It was like really hard for him. Whereas me, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is really gross. But that's how I've been with everything that I've done that was like wrong. Like if, when I was getting super drunk, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get that drunk anymore. And I just stopped getting that drunk. Do you, uh, are you uh, an e-cig guy? Are you a, a, no. a robot cigarette uh, I, flavor guy? Now that's like all the... Can I tell you a funny, a funny story about e-cigs? I went. I had. I hadn't smoked cigarettes in a long time, and I went to Atlanta to do the Laughing Skull Festival. And I went. I traveled with Eddie Pence, uh, who's a friend of the show, and couldn't be cleaner. By the oh, way, yeah. like as, as far as like no drugs, no alcohol, oh, yeah, no yeah. cigarettes. Right. I mean, you, not, you're talking about a guy not clean, not clean, like uh, physically or neat wise. Like yeah. his, his, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about his yes. system. His he's internal he's had, system. In his lifetime, he's 38 years old, 39 years old. No, he's 40 now, and he has had a one shot of tequila. Mm-hmm. And it's because someone bought it for him while he was on stage. He took the shot. Mm -hmm. And then when he got back to his hotel room, he called his wife and said the room was spinning. Yeah. So what you're saying is we need to actually get him on the show and make him drink. I have a bottle of alcohol over there somewhere. Somebody gave me as a gift. So we should let him drink that and that'll be a show. Well, I would. I, or is that being a douchebag? That's kind of being a douchebag. <laughs> but to me, I told him, and he always talks about how I. Th- I think for Eddie, what it is is he didn't like. He doesn't like the way his dad drinks, and he doesn't like the way his brother drinks. So that was his driving force. The, his driving. My force. dad had that same thing. My dad had an alcoholic father, so he and was, he was just like, yeah. Nah, I'm not. I'm done. I'm, I'm never. He gonna... would sip wine, but he would. You never see my dad would not crack out. You know anything else? That's right. not his thing. Right. So. Anyway, uh, I and the way he like way Eddie lives. He got a kid. He's got a wife. He's got a. He's. It's a stressful existence, and he's trying to make it as a comic. You know what I mean? That's hard. I and I, t- I tell him like almost every day. I'm like, I don't. You're one of the people that would really benefit 
from like a joint of marijuana a day. All right, enabler. That does it. No, he won't. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. He's on. You know. I mean, yes, he would. No, you can't. <laughs> yes, he would. Yes, he would. Anybody who takes, how do you know that? Oh, come on. He is would. he a control freak? No. So like, if he sm- meaning that if he smoked the marijuana, he would not relax because he'd be like, I oh, know I'm under the influence. No, you know this is not going to be good. I'm freaking out right now because you know excuses. He thinks he'll get addicted. He probably does. He does maybe he has an addictive personality. He I have no that, idea. Well, he like when he was drinking soda, he would drink like thirty sodas a day. Yeah, okay. Well, so there you when go. He drank, when he was drinking five hour energy, he drank like fifteen a day. You're okay. Like, well, that's not safe. He should better. He's better off smoking marijuana. That's what than I drinking said. Five hour energy. I mean, you shouldn't do any of that. You should if you're gonna if you're gonna. So his heart didn't explode. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. He's like, yeah, I had to stop. I had to stop. I'm like, yeah, you did. That's like smoking meth, man. You can't fucking do that. Um, but I just think he would benefit. I think a lot of people like him would benefit. By the way... Uh, but no, he's never done anything. Broadcasting yet again today from the uh, world-famous Herald-Examiner building downtown Los Angeles where they are filming uh, Stormageddon. Stormageddon 1? Uh, I no idea. Um, well, you know there's going to be a follow-up. It's just Stormageddon to me. If you, if John and I were looking down below us where they were filming uh, in the uh, in the lobby right below where we broadcast. Uh, I'd like to mention it's about 80 degrees here in Los Angeles. And he looked down and he said, why is everyone wearing? <laughs> Winter jackets. And I said, well, it is Hollywood. They do fake things from time to time. I've never heard of that. Surprise. <laughs> uh, but you could just tell, like, there are certain levels of background artists, which are extras. Some people are just even bad at just standing. Uh, in the background. Dude. Like, they can't even get that. And I believe a long time ago, uh, Saturday Night Live had done a sketch about that years and years and years, maybe even back in the 90s. I can't remember. But my point is that it's interesting when you actually pay attention to stuff on set out of boredom instead of watching what's actually taking place in front of the scene. Because, you know, we're watching him do like six, seven, eight, nine takes, right? So after the first take, you're like, got it. Then you start watching other stuff. Like, is that thing going to fall on someone's head? Or what's that guy you know, doing? What's that guy doing? And you just, some of these people, they can't, they're like, all right, just walk across. And they're like, walking? What do you mean? When you say walk across, oh. like they, and they just freeze. Yeah. They completely, it's just interesting Or to me. they move like an awkward robot. Yes. And you're like, what are you doing? And there's, so there's a lot of that down there. there yeah. There's just. Just literally looking down on the two takes I watched, I was like, what are these people doing? Well, it's funny when you have to listen to a conversation where a guy's like, all right, they're like, all right, we're, you guys are going to come in. To the building, and um, whatever the world's going to shake or not, I'm just making it up. I have no idea, but I could tell that he was telling him like, "You got to come in, and then we're everyone's going to scream." And the guy's like, "So when I come in, do I like open the door?" He's like, "Yeah, because if you don't open the door, you're not going to get in. You can't get in." So are I you don't... a ghost? Are you a specter? Can you walk <laughs> through walls? What the hell are you talking about? It's it's like the direction that some people have to take. It's insane. And then <laughs> and and the background, the funny like a funny thing if you watch background is uh, if. Because if you can get a line, if they give you, if the producers or the director gives you a line to say, you become not background anymore. You become uh, like featured background. But they don't give that stuff out like candy. No, no, no. They don't. But I've watched background try to force it. I've watched the guy. I was on a commercial and this guy was like, he had, I think he even said like, I'm going to get a line. And Meaning we, that was his intent showing up that day. He the, was going to upgrade yeah, himself. we were in Mexico. We, they flew this background, these like four background people and then two main people or three main people and uh and this guy was just supposed to walk around in the back behind us and like look when we talked and then he he made sure that he said something every time and they were like could you could you Oh wait a minute he that? wasn't asked to do it No he just did it that's what i'm saying force it like so they're like so he they do it he does it enough like uh, yeah okay and then <clears throat> then he calls and goes i had a line do you know what i mean and then he forces them to pay him more it's like they don't even acknowledge it on set, really. It was weird. I was like, hey, man, maybe you should just be quiet. Like, 
shut up so we can get this all done. Like I'm, I like. Shooting. Was he doing it because he wanted to be a star? Or was he doing it to make extra money? Like, extra what money. was that? That's it. Extra that's money. was the only was thing no, he cared about that there day. There was nothing being a star. I mean, the guy was in the background. You'd notice him kind of because he was there. He had glasses. I don't know. I've seen that guy in a bunch of other stuff since then. He's not like doing poorly, he's doing well. Yeah, but you can only make so much money being background, right? Yeah. But, I mean, featured background. I know there are me, people that make a living out of just being a featured background. Well, right. But right. I don't know. What, what living that is, I don't know. I don't, but. Yeah, that's what's the quality of life there is my question. But um, but this guy, they, like, they flew into Mexico. We were staying in a first-class, all-inclusive resort. Like, he got everything you could possibly He got the background fucking golden package. You he know did? What I mean? like, <laughs> your first-class trip to Mexico, you're going to, all you're going to do is hang out on a beach. And then, like, and he was just like, I'm getting a line. I was like, all right, dude, calm down. I guess for some people, that's I don't get it. Good, good challenge. Sure, if you want to call it a good challenge, that's fine. I don't know. I don't did you ever know. do background work? I did background one time. Um, oh, maybe not. Oh, nope. What happened was nope. I accidentally walked in a scene. No. So yes, I was paing a movie mm-hmm. and I was dealing with background, and there was like 150 at a time sometimes, and it was enraging. It was enraging. Like I want to, I want to write a sketch or shoot a sketch where it's like the Walking background, like the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But they're walking around a lot. Like, where can I get a voucher? I need to. I want a line. You know what I mean? Just because you avoid those people, and and a lot of times they're great. I've worked with background recently on the last show I produced. They mm-hmm. were some of them were really great. Did what they were told. Others were like, I need my jacket. Uh, I was promised. Uh, when is our food coming? I'm like, you can go home. Listen, I've been on some shoots where like they. Don't kid yourself. Some productions do not like background at all. I mean, it's a completely disrespected part of this business. I mean, probably PAs a lot of times on shows are just like treated like shit. But that's so the are, deal. That's the deal as a PA. You know that. No, but I'm saying there are certain categories yes. in this business that you need to know going in, they're going to kind of treat you like shit. And one of them is background stuff where they're like, you're here, can you just don't ask me any questions, can you just shut up and do as you're told, and then at lunch we'll give you some a bag of chips and a middle finger. Right? No, like, that, well, I mean... I've I, seen it, I, I'm I just saying, there low are not... Low-budget, yes. low-budget stuff. I'm not saying everybody does that, I'm saying, but you need to go in with the lowest expectations possible, and anything that happens past that, golden. But they don't. They, I agree That's with you. That's what I'm saying. That's the attitude they should have, is like, I'm lucky, but see... It's and, and it's it would be hard for me as a human being to know that I was making fifty dollars for the day to sit you know to be in this and it's like uh. but a lot of these people are also fresh off the boat or they've been doing it so long and I think it's the people who've been doing it way too long. Those are the crazy ones. Well, yeah, because you're losing your mind. I mean, yeah. imagine if you had a job where your job was just to sit around and do absolutely nothing all day long for twelve to fourteen hours a day. But while I was doing that, I would be writing or doing something else. Yeah, but some of these people aren't capable of doing it. That's why they yeah. go crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm always afraid of the one person that's like, "Hey, everybody, I brought my guitar." No, no, you did not. No, no, please don't. No, no nope, nope. The, as great as it would make as an awesome show, where only people in background, where it was like a background talent show, that <laughs> would be awesome. Okay, but for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But the no, way, yeah. no, no keyboards. No, first of all, who's bringing their guys? I brought my guitar uh, to set today. <laughs> I'm gonna play a couple of ditties for you. Uh, no, I agree. I and and I was for a long time. I was like, uh, you know, piss on background, and I didn't care. And they always got in my way, and I just didn't like them. And then re- more recently, I've tried to take the opposite approach and be really friendly with them. But they will abuse that friendship. Like right. I just there was this guy. He was supposed to be friends with one of the main actors. 
uh, on this show is producing. He shows up and he's a nice guy. And he's friends with this guy who's a cast member. So as a producer, I'm like, oh, you're friends with this guy? How's it going? I'm John, you know? Oh, hey, man. Then he gets a little too familiar. And he's like joshing around with me. And I'm like, all right, buddy. I don't know you. Stop. And then I'm noticing, I'm sitting at the control room and I'm watching on the monitor and in the background of the scene that's being shot, this lady's freaking out. She's screaming and running around this dance area. In the background, and this, there's supposed to be these other, this other class over here. They've already walked through. The background's already done their job for me. They've come through, and now they have to wait till we bring the cameras out to reveal. Then they come out again. This guy's popping around the curtain every couple seconds, getting in every shot, leaning in. And then there's another guy leaning in over him. They look at the two stooges. I'm like... What is wrong with these clowns? Like, come on, guys. You don't need to be doing that. And at the, if I cared about what I was just working on, I would have been like, hey, but I didn't. You're like, right. you could have just thrown dead cats in there. I'd be like, oh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> By the way, um, before our visitor uh, arrives for us, um, I, I, one of the other funny things about being around sets is um, people leave stuff behind all the time. Yes. And uh, I actually want to talk to our uh, visitor about this. Is uh, I'm just saying visitor over and over again because yeah, I can tell. Well, it's explain just, it a to bit him of... that it, he's not an alien from another planet. No, no I'm not okay, explaining okay, anything okay. to him right. before he comes in. So because I, 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 I found he works with me here at the building. So I um uh, I want to ask him about something I found the other day. But I also people leave stuff here all the time, and so I can't say the name of this movie because it's actually somebody said somebody left something behind that I don't want to get anybody in trouble for, but I found uh, a lot of times people will leave wardrobe behind. Oh, yeah. And so there was this movie that was filming here, and the the wardrobe department left uh, one of the main actor's jackets here, and the ja- the actor was playing a, a, a police officer. And so I found in his pocket was his Poof. fake notes. Yeah. Like, you know, like they're coming in, they're like, tell me what happened, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And he was obviously scribbling, scribbling, scribbling. And then I flip all the way to the back page, and this is what he wrote. I wish I never took this gig. Poor direction. Kill me now. Use your gun. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what actor this is. But whoever this actor was, he oh, he, he was writing had that such... insane too. I bet you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, tell me what. I wish I never took this job. Uh huh. And well, how tall was he? Kill me now. What, what kind of car? Use your gun. Oh my god, that's really funny. That's really funny. On that note, uh, come on over here, Mr. Duwan Johnson. Duwan Johnson, Johnson. visitor number two. Visitor number two, yeah. Come on, sit down, Duwan. Don't worry about it. You're going to make clunky noises, and I don't know if your microphone is on. Double check your microphone up top there. Pull that towards you, Duwan. Yep, uh, it's not turned on. Turn it on on the top there. There he is. Duan, you there? I'm here. There he is. Can you you hear us okay? Yeah. Yeah, all right, perfect. Make sure you talk nice and close to you. Uh, Have you ever actually talked into a microphone before? I have not. Oh, really? I have not. Microphone virgin, everybody. Crazy. So, yeah, just don't grab onto the thing there and just lean in and talk on the microphone and everything yeah. will be fine. Cool. All right? It'll be fine. Uh, Dewan, I, I invited Dewan on the show today. You're working on uh, Sharkageddon or what, what is it down there again? Stormageddon. Storm, Stormageddon, sorry. Stormageddon. Don't confuse the um, shark genre movies with the storm genre movies. Sorry. Um, Same people. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, make sure you have talking a director to on. Can we have the director on? We, uh, he probably would do it. I think he gets it. <laughs> I, I think, think he does too. I read it. Yeah. I, if he's the same guy that directed Sharknado, I read a uh, I read an article with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, you read the script, and you're like, sure, what? <laughs> Is he the guy with tall guy with the glasses and the baseball hat? Thing? No, not that guy. The uh, the AD and most of the crew are the same people. That oh, not the director. No. Oh, you just said yes to him, and he said, oh, okay. So are you? 
No, don't, don't apologize. Just, so Dewan, Would Dewan, you ever apologize? So I invited Dewan on the show because obviously, again, he works in the business. He's working right now, which I kind of love the freshness. We did this with Matt last week. We yeah. pulled Matt off. But you're actually working on a shoot day. Matt was not... Matt's day was pretty slow, but mm-hmm. when I invited Duan up here, you got a little nervous, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. I had no idea. Have you never done a podcast, never done radio, never done any mic work, nothing, huh? No. But, you no. know, there's nothing to see. I have a friend who's, who get, got nervous, too. I thought he'd be great to have on my last podcast because when me and him are together, we're cutting it up, and he's really funny. He's like the funniest are dude Are you about I know. to scare Duan? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, that's the easiest way to get it shut down is put a microphone in. Yeah, that's what happened. But we're, we're just having a conversation. We, we were, so what happened? You, what, you, no, we were, I go, all right. He was on the show. I go, all right, we're ready. We started rolling, and the guy said like three things the whole time. I was like, <laughs> see, now Duan's good. He'd been, no, you've Duan's been around us. Yeah. Yeah, you've been around things. us having a conversation. So I don't, this is just, a t- we're having a conversation. This is not, this is, it's not, this is not an official, we're not, well, first off, this is an insult. We're not David Letterman. You're not sitting next to us in a guest seat <laughs> with very well thought out conversation. We're not no. very, right. we're not very well thought out people. No, no, no. If so, we were, we probably would have other things yeah, going on. We wouldn't yeah. be here. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even know me. Right. Now, if I was exactly. a well thought out person, none of you guys would know That's me. Right. <laughs> if I had plans and goals in life, you and I never would have actually talked. No, I'm right. I'd be an environmental so, lawyer want, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. What? I don't know. Okay. On a sitcom yeah, show, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, the environmental always lawyer. turn it into. At least, is it funny? Da, 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 da. There's something to be said about when you're in this town, like that right there. You'd be like, I don't know. I mean, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be like an environmentalist or something. Like they're like, you mean like on a show? You'd be like, no, not, it's not always about <laughs> how it ends up being some form of television or <laughs> film for yes, you. Why? Why does everything get translated back into what we do? I'm saying I could do something else with my life. It's completely no, different. Like, you mean like produce? No, stop yeah. it. Like, so stop just it. Be a director then. Yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, crafty. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I want to do something else in my life. Crafty. So, Duan, uh, what, what we like to do on a show is we, one of our, mo- our most favorite parts is how'd you get out here? That's the first thing. It's like we want everybody to share their stories of like how when did you, you escape knew. Escape your old life. When you knew you were <laughs> yeah. coming to. Los Angeles, when you made that decision, why you wanted to come, and then the journey. So to give us a little bit of background about, you know, where are you from, starters? From Cincinnati. Okay. And Cincinnati. when did you get this I'm going to L.A. bug in your life? Literally probably five or six months before we came out. Okay. My uh, sister had decided to that she was going to leave, and it was either Long Beach or Alaska. Okay. <laughs> Makes wow. sense. A, um, oh, absolutely. Now, yeah. why? Okay, gotta, both of them are near water, so I'm going to go ahead and say there's the similarities. But past that, what was the? I think Alaska. That that was. It had to be a joke. Okay, she confused it, where Snoop Dogg was from. Yeah. Okay. Just is that what it is? Snoop Dogg's from Alaska. He moved. Oh, to Long oh, is that yeah. what it is? Okay. 15. I get now. I get it. Okay. All right. Now it's, it's all starting to come together. Okay. West so side, interesting. West side but, of Alaska. But, well, again. So she's like. I mean. I guess this really. This show is not about her. But obviously, she was just looking to get out. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Did She'd you guys hate traveling. where you were from? Yeah, it's Cincinnati. I mean, I, I love it, but That's... this show only airs in Cincinnati. Yeah, right. Now, this podcast only downloaded. Never go home. Yeah, you're done, buddy. You're toast, Dewan. Do you want to? I mean, when did you? What year did you move out here? 2003. Okay. 2003. And you moved. You and your sister both moved out together. Yeah. That's okay. So she says, "I'm going. I'm going." And you said, "Okay, but." What was your reason for coming out here? Which he knew I'd always wanted to get in the business and act or do something, and there's no chance to do that to do that in Cincinnati. So, yeah. what if she had theater. gone to Alaska? Would you have done that and become a fisherman? I don't understand. <laughs> like, was that your other second choice in life? No, I was actually going to become a deputy sheriff. Okay, so, uh, is either stay in Cincinnati and do that, or 
come out here and give it a try shot. this whole Hollywood thing. Now, had you done anything prior to this? I did a little modeling things locally. Model? Here. I want to see photographs. <laughs> Do you have photos somewhere? I, I don't. I don't. Then you I weren't don't. a model. You, I know, you have right? no photographs. I, what, what kind of model were you? I want a live call model? BS because I guarantee you, if pictures were taken, they're on the internet. <laughs> we can find you as a model. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get to Hollywood right. first, but define how someone can, you can call yourself a model, but you have no photographs. Maybe he was a lot. Maybe he did trade shows. Maybe he was a model. You trade show model? No. no were like, you um, a model that wasn't asked to be a model, just standing around modeling things? <laughs> what kind of model were you? I don't understand. I was a shirtless model at the beach. Were people is, paying you? No. Is that what the man said before he touched you? You're a model. You are You're a model. model. You don't need these pants. <laughs> That's what the hell he was doing. You're a model. That's Dude. why you had to leave. They measure your inseam. <laughs> there was more modeling opportunities in California. So define you were a model. Um. And don't worry about it. it if your was, radio goes off, we don't care about the radio because right. we set the tone that we are actually in, on a set. Yeah. So if you have no. to go, you just need to tell us you got to go. Gotcha. All right. Um, and when I say modeling, that that's being a little well, we know that now. Yeah. I don't know why you're <laughs> actually trying to explain it to us now. We, we, here's that's we, being a little generous. With okay, so what were you doing that that drove you to want to go to Los well, Angeles? Uh, I was like I was a manager of a blockbuster and Blockbuster is a movie company. They used to make movies. Oh man, they used to not make, make movies. movies. Yes. They used to stock movies, kind of like Netflix, but not on the interwebs. Continue. Yeah. And so when she said, "Hey, I'm going out, going out west. You want to come?" Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I knew in order to um, at least take you know make an effort to to follow the dreams, I, I had to. I couldn't do it in. in How Cincinnati. many of your family members and, died on the trip out here? Yeah, did, right. did it take about six years by <laughs> by horseback? My question is: We're moving out west. Did you think? <laughs> yeah, of course I can go out west because if worse comes to worse, I can just get a job at another blockbuster. Yeah, you, you got a fallback plan. Yes, but Which thank was, God it, it didn't because blockbuster didn't have a fallback plan. <laughs> no, and, and on a quick side note, like I totally remember being, we had a, a store manager meeting about uh, at Blockbuster, and um, they had told us about this company Netflix that oh. was renting uh, DVDs through the mail. And I specifically remember our regional manager laughing his ass off. Like DVDs through the mail, what that that'll never work. Oh. That will never work. And I I knew it was bad news for us when like half our store had Netflix accounts, and then we moved out here yeah, two everybody. years later. Bye bye. Not a blockbuster uh, to be seen. Yeah, it was sad. It was the a last, sad thing to watch those things one. go down and go down hard in flames. Yeah, yeah. The last one I think was on uh, Sunset and like for, like where Sunset and Hollywood meet right at that yeah. corner. That was where I used to always go. I think was the last the last official one was in Burbank or something like that. I think something right? like that. Oh. Do you have a built the blockbuster shirt? Oh God! You got rid of your employee shirt, dude. I, I'm sure if I take it up, buddy, I'm say, that's I'm a Halloween sure. costume. Take, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm an ancient artifact. Yeah, you could just walk around telling people to be kind and rewind, dude. <laughs> just all you got to do. So, all right. So you said to yourself, "That's it. I'm 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 moving yep. on." Okay, now um, you get out here. Yeah. And you and your, you, sorry, one second. Rewind. Uh, to rewind. Be kind. Be kind. Let's ju- let John. Be, I'm going to be kind and let John rewind. rewind. Did you and your sister drive out together? We did. We and did. You drove right you in drove. a U-Haul truck, <clears throat> and we used the real Atlas. Yeah, you used no the, smartphones. No, no the, uh, mapping it out. Yeah, map, yep. map, real Atlas. Talking to people. I think we're right. like the last people that came out here like that. We're like the last of the true we explorers. Are. Yeah. <laughs> 
Everyone else is like, this thing said to go here, so I went there. <laughs> Hold on. You use pieces of paper and communication with others at locations <laughs> to find out how to get to another yeah. part of the country? What's the highlighter for? It's to highlight my route. Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand. When does this thing tell you where to go? It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. How did you know when it was going to rain? When it rained. When, when it, it rained. <laughs> when it actually rained it on us. dark, and then the rain came down. Yep. Yeah. Well, it took us um, about three and a half, three and a half days to mm-hmm. drive out here. Yep. Which route did you take? We took the the southern, I'd guess. Okay, so you went through what states? Texas. Oh. You ended up through yeah, Texas. Texas. Yeah. You went through Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forty. Yeah. Yeah. We made sure we uh, <laughs> was there we any special stops? trip at daytime. <laughs> Which one? Uh, <laughs> the, through Texas. Your, your sister's oh. also black. I take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Not so secret message now received. Um, you just wanted to live. I understand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, did you guys make any special stops on the way, or did you just straight? It was just like we just got to get there. Yeah, we just drove until neither one of us could go again, and like we literally had to pull off the road, find a hotel, and crash for the night. Now, neither one of you, when you moved out here, had a job. No, or connections See, in the business. Did you know somebody? <laughs> like my sister knew somebody. Okay. Um, did this person know that you were also coming with, and it was part of the package deal of of staying at this place? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they were okay with it, or they had no choice? Well, what we did is uh, when we got out here, we uh-huh. uh, our apartment actually wasn't ready yet, so we had to spend like a month in a hotel room. Ooh. You lived in a hotel your first yeah. month out here? Yeah. So not so with somebody else? Or did, no. you, did you and your sister only live together, or did you guys, you guys never lived with somebody else? No, no. Look at this guy. Didn't even live off of people. We all have our live yeah. off of people's <laughs> sto- yeah. scenarios. You guys yeah. actually oh, were, con- you, you you guys were so polite, you actually <laughs> stayed at a hotel and burned <laughs> cash flow. Yeah. And it, it was it was like um, Blockbuster actually had like really good four hundred one k and uh, so I cashed in my four hundred one k at Blockbuster and how long did you work at Blockbuster? That was smart. Oh, I was there uh, five six years. Okay, so were you a manager? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I must have missed that part in the early part of it. Okay, so yeah. you had so you had or a, he left so it you, out. So okay, no. <laughs> so you after getting your clothes ironed every day, you were out of Blockbuster cash after four days in the hotel room, right? <laughs> And the mini bar was empty, and you were you and your sister no longer liked each other, right? Is that no? Okay, yeah, really close. Okay, really close. So you, it's funny. Did you burn through your cash quick though? Like way faster than you thought you were going to? Initially, did you have sticker shock out here? I had everything shock out here. <laughs> What's sticker I, shock? I, I, because everything's more expensive in Cincinnati, so everything out here is is at least a third higher. Yeah, and for a while, I thought we had you know made a wrong turn somewhere <clears throat> and ended up in Mexico. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> Why did you in say? The, why do you think the that? neighborhood we were in, where this hotel was, uh, and coming from Cincinnati, it, it's black and white. That that's the okay, you know, the population out there. Okay, and so we literally went almost an entire month without seeing any black people, white people, wow, anything. Yeah, yeah. The, this neighborhood really. Be, it oh, was that. Seriously. It was that. Um, yeah, that. Spe- no, I want to say specific, but you know, what I'm saying um, uh, not not diverse. It's whatever segregated yeah, or whatever you yeah, want to say. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, literally, like for almost a month. Were you scared? Be honest. Not, Not scared, scared of like violently scared, but were you just scared because it was like were you were you getting culture big time culture shock? Big culture shock. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what they say? They're always more scared of you than you are. Oh, that's bees. That's bees. Sorry, that's bees. My bad. My bad. That's bees. So. It, during the during your tenure, when you got here, did you treat your first part of your arrival? I mean, I guess you kind of could because you're living in a hotel, but did you treat it like it was a vacation versus you were changing where you were living? I'd say th- that first month, it felt like a vacation. So what did you guys do? Like your first month out or what was the kind of stuff that you were, well, when you got out or what did you do? It was after about a week or two, her you job had kicked curtains. in. Oh, yeah, okay. right. Yeah. 
So she started working. She Wait, I thought at, she didn't have a job. She she had a job lined up, but it hadn't started uh, yet. Okay, all right. So she had about two or three weeks before no her job, job at Ke- no job for me. Okay, and um, really, it was non-eventful. I just stayed in and around this hotel for thirty days. Did they get to know she, you? Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure the the they guys. Was the only black guy there. Store. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you always have straight hair and a ponytail? I did. Yeah, well, we, he and I talked about knew his, who you were. We talked yeah. about his hair. Dude. Yeah. He can't. Ha- he doesn't have curly hair at all. No. no. We talked, guys. I asked him about the ponytail thing, and he said, "I've always had straight hair." Yeah. Really? Yeah. Except for when I shower, it did curl up, but then I just. But not it doesn't it does it's not you don't have a tight curl. No. That's what we were talking about. He doesn't have a tight. He couldn't do. Uh, uh, he couldn't make it really super tight. Right? Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, me neither. All right. Good talk about the hair. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so for that, so w- at what point were you like, all right, I guess I need to do something in Hollywood, or I, and I'm not even in Hollywood? I, I would say- <laughs> Which is another part of it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I had- um, You're asking people outside Long Beach, you're like, como esta Hollywood? No, it's actually pretty Wait, funny. what did I just say? Because uh, by the time the 30 days were up and we were in our apartment, just we had- I had uh, gone up to L.A. and got the Backstage West and everything, and I had found a photographer. I'd got some headshots done. Yeah, you did. Signed up with Extras Management. Central How much casting. did that cost you? Oh, God. Headshots <laughs> were, yeah. Headshots were about three. What a scam. 300. What a scam. I, I think it was, too. I think it they, was because it was this agent. Yeah, yeah, it was this agent, and you didn't have to pay for the agent, but the, you know they recommended. Yeah, they get a kickback. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, you should totally try these photographers. Yep. And, um... Things really, really changed. Once I started working for Extras Management, they they had me working three or four days a week. So you did extra work? Yeah. Now, we were just talking about this before you showed up here. Yeah. I did not know you were an extra. So did you, again, this is all new to you. Right. How did you feel that you were treated, or did it vary from show to show? Did you realize very quickly that extras are very, very low on the totem pole? Did you did you get that vibe, or were you just so, like, starstruck? Not starstruck, but, like, Hollywood struck that you didn't notice at first. The the first couple of times I did it, I... Because I sat back and just kept my mouth shut and just kind of listened. The ones they like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I could... I could tell, looking back at it now, oh, I could I could totally tell they, they hated us. Hey, you know, sit over there, shut up. Don't eat. Don't, don't go don't into first the, team's craft yeah, service. Yeah, yeah now, don't eat the good stuff. Now, <clears throat> did you ever make the mistake of trying to eat something from somewhere else and get yelled at? Did you ever go to the food line and get yelled at because you weren't supposed to go yet? I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it feels it's kind of humiliating. Oh, right? oh, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't know about the whole you know cast and crew first, uh, visitors, you know, strangers on the street. Okay, then background. Then background. Strangers yeah. on the street. Nine homeless background. guys we picked up down the block. Yeah. And then background. And then background. Well, as you yeah. as you kind of as you kind of kept your mouth shut and paid attention to what was going on around you, could you see the reason that they were being treated like shit? Like were they oh. annoying and obnoxious to begin with? Yes. See, okay. Yeah, background people. It's a strange bunch. Yeah, it, it takes a special breed to want to do background professionally. <laughs> to want to do it. <laughs> to is, want to do that. To I understand want to doing it. Like yourself. I understand moving out here. Like how can I get on a set? What's the easiest yeah. way to get on a set? Yeah. See what's going on. Background is a great way to do that. You get in there, and again, be quiet. Pay attention. Yeah. Who's doing what? Who's reporting to who? Just pay. Just note that shit. Uh, Did yeah. you notice yourself isolating from? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because Moving I would further I would, and further the away book from... you brought got bigger and bigger until it just covered your whole face <laughs> and they couldn't see you. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was really fun because it gave me a chance to like look at production and th- that's how I ended up getting in. Uh, so you becoming... paid attention. Yeah. You actually paid attention to what well, people what were you doing. You should yeah. do. If you're going to take background when you first get out of here, that's what you should do. Did you ever ask anybody 
when you were there, like, hey, I, I would like to PA or anything? Did you have those types of conversations, or were you afraid to ask again because you get yelled at? No, I, n- not so much about that, but I, I do specifically remember, it, like, having a conversation with the camera person. Okay. You know, what's the whole tape measure thing for? Why do you measure the distance you know, right. from lens to uh, your subject? And, like, they were really cool in answering okay. my questions. Most of the time, I find the crew guys will answer, yeah. will answer those as questions. As long as you're not bothering them yeah. or yeah. being annoyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but... Yeah, as long as you're not at, you know asking questions. Hey, are you guys getting my good side? Or, <laughs> yeah, or, am, I, or am I featured background? Are you, you know, or if you're trying to tell someone how to light this? Like, hey, man, right. is there a shadow? Hey, buddy, right? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Let me do my job. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of that. Yeah, but all my questions were, you know, technical, okay. stuff. And uh, after about a month or so, I'm like, oh god, I want to do production. That's so here you are. You're living in Long Beach, mm-hmm. you're doing some extra work. How how far into living out here did you start doing extra work? Like how? Oh, immediately. Oh, immediately. Uh, okay. Yeah, immediately. Right. Once, uh, once the 30 days were up and we were in our house, in our apartment, uh, I did it for maybe two years. Two years of extra yeah, work? Yeah. They, they before you did me, any production work? Yeah, before production work, before I had to get a real nine to five or anything like that, I, I worked solid for two and a half years. Good did, for you. Did they ever call you <clears throat> and based on your look insult you with a, with what they brought you in for? Did you ever go into a situation where you're like, oh, okay, I see how you see me. Did you ever have that situation? Oh, once I got on set. And yeah. it was like, hey, hold this 40. We want you to stand <laughs> down on that corner and uh, smoke those Newports. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I want you to mean mug this little white girl that's going to walk past you. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally, totally. As soon as I got there. <laughs> I was well, say, this time around, i got to market myself a little differently. Is here. that what it is? got to change change those headshots that's, up. So what was your headshot? Were you wearing like a wife beater oh, with dude, some stain like on it? I had like a polo shirt, and it's like hair in a ponytail. Holding, holding the like, school oh, you, books. Oh, yeah. you were trying to, yeah, you were trying to do the, uh, I'm here to act, everybody. Right. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they wanted like, And they were like, no. We need someone to stand next to Ice Cube in this scene. Yeah, here, <laughs> put that do rag on. Take that and, fucking uh, polo shirt off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Put on a dashiki. Can you stand over there? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's funny, man. It, yeah, it didn't take me long to, to realize why. What was your So what was your worst moment uh, when you first came out here? Where you're like, oh, boy. Well, what was your, what was your, what was, I, I think. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, worst moment. John doesn't like my line of question. No, 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 worst <laughs> moment. Worst moment could be like, I guess, yeah, what's your, what no, your just, worst No, I'm just, I want to get both. I want to get yeah, a, and then a your great worst, moment, but like, you know. on set that happened. Yeah, just, that yeah, really well, that's like, what I mean. Whether it's on set or not. But like, what was a moment where you're like, what am I doing? I'd say after that two and a half year was coming to a close and I was on set one day and like they hadn't used me and I'm just sitting there and sitting there and they, it was one of those shows where we're keeping you to the last, to the last minute. There is no going home early. Right. You know, you're here and and that's when I started to realize like, what what am I doing? I mean, uh, the money was okay, but. You weren't enjoying yourself. Wasn't enjoying it. Really after the first handful of times like i got it okay i get the gist this is what background people do right, I, right, i'm right. kind of over it yeah but because they kept calling and kept and you know, it was paying your bills work. and it was paying my bills and so then after that uh i i, I was still catching the train and the bus because you sister, and your sister were sharing a car sharing a car okay. so i i took i you know let me take a break and get a real you know nine to five and save money to get a car and um did anything happen on any of the trains or the buses where you're like i need to get a car Every, every day, every day, every day, <laughs> every day. I guarantee it. Yeah, every day. Yep. Duan, they're calling you. All right, they want you to unlock the door. So oh, go ahead, go to. You can come back. Just go ahead and do what you got to do, and come on back. All right, go I'll ahead. be That's right fine. back. Well, we want. Yeah, we do want to hear the follow up yep. to this. Yep. You know what it's we fine. can do in so, between Duan. I can tell my. I can finish my e-cig story. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, so back to e-cig. 
Well, yeah. We, we got off on an Eddie tangent. Blame it on me. Sorry, I told you to turn your radio down. I shouldn't have done that. Go ahead. That was Brian yelling uh, at people that work with him in case anybody is <laughs> listening going, who am I blaming what on now? No, they were they were there earlier, and they were looking at the doors. We can see what's going on, where the filming is. We can see where the filming Stop is. Stop waving there. at them. And they, well, they were looking at us. It was awkward. They almost make seem like I'm, I'm being accusatory. So I had that look, accu- like like a F you look. What do you so want? It's not. It was more of a conversational look. So they were looking, and I, I said I, I gave them the hand sign. Well, obviously I'm bad with hand signs, and I was like, "Do you need it open?" And they just waved me off a long time ago. So I yeah, really I sent it that, a long yeah. time ago. I was see <laughs> you saw what I was doing anyway. E cigs. Uh, so I'm in Atlanta at the Laughing Skull Festival. I'm yep. with Eddie and this, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, and this guy AJ uh, um, Finch, who is a uh, wait. Is it AJ? Am I saying it doesn't matter anyway? So it does because I oh. AJ Finch was my old agent. I don't okay. know why I'm. You were with Agent Finch. No, but anyway, so I was with uh, um, Eddie, and we were we were all sharing a room. Mm-hmm. We had to share a room. AJ Finney. God damn, I can't believe I couldn't remember his name. Um, very funny comic. So we go out, and, and I did not have a good time at the festival. I was not having fun. Uh, what was that? We have 10 minutes. Okay. <clears throat> um, <laughs> what was that? 10 minutes. These are two hands, five on each. Uh, well, one oh, of the I fingers is saying. a little yeah. bit janked up. Yeah, but. okay. Um, uh, so we, like I said, I was, I was not having fun at the festival, but being with those guys was fun for me, and as long as I could make fun of what was going on around me, and I had those guys with me, everything was cool. Another comic shows up, <clears throat> and he sells e-cigs. He gives them away. Mm-hmm. It's part of what he does in his, for his day job. Mm-hmm. So he's got all these e-cigs. And I was like, we're all, I got super hammered when I was there. <clears throat> you and this throat thing. I know, man. I can't figure it out. Because <clears throat> it only happens when I come to this show. Oh, okay, good. But uh, so I, I got super drunk, and I see people smoking these e-cigs, and I start to make fun of them. And I'm like, God, these things are so annoying. Like, it's just so stupid. If you're not going to smoke, just don't smoke. You know what I mean? You don't need that. Well, here's the thing. Don't you realize? Don't you think that it's like initially you're like, oh, okay, you're using that to kind of wean off cigarettes, and then it just turned into a whole fad. Yeah. Where like people who weren't even smoking prior to are now smoking. Well, that's things. what I did. I said I told uh, Eddie was like, God, he, Eddie hated those things more than I did. So I made it a point to go grab like three of them from this guy, and then I just started smoking them. And I was like, Hey, Eddie, check it out. And I'd have one, and then I, we'd be in the hotel room, and I'd be smoking it in the hotel room because you could, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't bother anybody. After like two or three days, I was addicted. Like I went through a withdrawal process getting off them. I could feel my, and I'm way more in tune with my body now than I was when I was doing like. What's in it that got you? Is it is there's nicotine in it? There's right? there's a little nicotine in there, and then you just start to become dependent on it, and you're like, yeah, it's a pick me up. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. So when I get back to LA, I, I threw them out, and then I was like on my couch for a little while, like, Ugh. really? Yeah, not like heroin withdrawal, but like. It was like I could tell there was something with my body that was off, and it was because of that. You know what I mean? So then, I, once I stopped that, and after a week, I was fine. But Duan, was, Duan is back. Oh, Duan! Did you do you you uh, you do e cigs? I tried. You you smoke cigarettes a little bit. Yeah. Am I not allowed to yeah. say that out loud? Because you no, smoke in care. my face, so yeah, I can I say gonna, I was gonna say I don't care. <laughs> At this point, I've accepted it. Which part? That you smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Well, you yeah. you have to accept it, Juan. You're doing it publicly in front of other people. Otherwise, it's real. It's <laughs> happening. I'm sure there's pictures of it somewhere. I, it's, what's amazing to me about the smoking thing is like, especially um, in production, is like it, you it creates. Uh, there's a different group of people that hang out together. Oh yeah, because you usually are isolated. No matter what you do now in this world, when it comes to smoking, they're always put into a certain area where you can smoke. People smoke a little bit more spread out, I think, when you're yeah. outside in production. But I've noticed with you, you have a different social circle. That oh, comes yeah. with your cigarettes. It's interesting to me. Yeah. 
There, uh, I, I'd probably say sixty to seventy percent of production people smoke. But it used to, it, you. I've noticed now that it's a lot less. It's a lot less. When I started as a PA in two thousand one, if they saw that commercial you and I saw the other day, they would, <clears throat> maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, they there was. I felt like everybody smoked, and it wasn't a big deal for me to smoke walking around set and doing whatever. And then it became slowly. It was like, hey, dude, can you go over there? Can you go over <laughs> yeah. there? Everyone go over there. You know what? Not on set. Not on set. You have to leave set. Uh, you know what? Not on the property. You have to go across the not street. Not on planet Earth. It's now. like yeah. Now you like take this rocket ship to the yeah, to Saturn. Yeah. Take a left. I've chased a few uh, actors and actresses off of uh, off a of set. I, somebody always has to have the shit job of going over and saying. Um, you know, it's pretty much been a law since 1999 that you can't yeah. smoke inside, um, and you can't smoke. And there, and it's like, so at first you go over to the production, and you're like, uh, can you not have them smoke inside? Uh, sure. And then of course you come back. No one said anything to him. Like, so can you go over there and ask them to not smoke inside? Like, oh yeah, yeah, totally gonna get on that. Like, not realizing they're totally playing you. They're not saying anything. They're, they're afraid of them. Yeah, they're afraid of them. They don't want to be the one yelled at. And finally, you're like, oh, I get it. You're waiting for me to go over and be the douchebag. <laughs> oh, my bad, my Got bad. It. And then that's when you can, th- th- those are the dark days of working in the business, at yeah. least for me, was where they're like, I, you realize that you were voted most likely to be the dick that day. <laughs> you just didn't know it until you had to be the dick. That sucks. And then you go over and, and it's a cat and mouse game. Because oh, once, yeah. once that actor, um, I won't bring up any names. I, wanna, I, don't, I don't know what can get us in trouble on camp. But there is some, right. some, once you've made contact with these actors, and there's a lot of famous actors that smoke oh, yeah. on oh, yeah. set and don't more, be told. More than, re- more than people realize, I think. But the funny thing oh, is, yeah. is not a single one of them is a jerk about it. They go, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like at this level when they, you come off like you, you've, su- you've surprised them with information that has yet because been unknown to them. Because most of the time it's production that's trying to – Coddle them. They yeah, but here's no the thing: problem at all going out. They're trying. also playing you. Yeah. So oh, then, as soon yeah, as you yeah. walk away, they're like, "All right, we'll see you there," <laughs> and they're just puffing another one, right? So then yeah. it becomes this game. The whole time they're there, and sometimes this is 12, 14 hours of this game where they're trying to find secret spots in the building. Oh, it's like, yeah. uh, just so you know, if you smoke pot or you smoke a cigarette inside, everybody can smell it everywhere. There is no secret spot when it comes to right. that smell, which is always mind-boggling. You, can't, right. you can probably smoke pot somewhere in these buildings. No, you cannot. Not on my watch, you can't. No, that stuff, you can smell that stuff everywhere. Yeah. All right. We have a lot of secret drinkers here, All right, too. All right, Dad. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a dad I can comment. smell it. You come here to work, stone out, smell it. <laughs> Duan, what was your most awesome day since you've been out here? Do you have, do you have an awesome day where you the felt really I good? The day I met Brian. Well, that <laughs> just goes without saying, but... Good <laughs> yeah. Lord. No, I'm just um, curious. You know, he's here's the thing about Duane. You need to understand. A lot of crazy things have happened in his life that he's not going to want to get into right now. But I'll get into when he's not around. The, the point is, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the whole episode. But my, called, my point is, not here. Let's talk about yeah, him. But he's a happy-go-lucky guy. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, even, you seem very happy. See, I'm trying to get him to give me some like really, you know, where, give me your low points. And his low points are like borderline. I think I was out of toilet like, You paper. and I, yeah, exactly. I had to use a pizza box. <laughs> That's right. That's pretty bad. Um, but it, what was like one of these days you're like, you know, I, I really like doing this. Like, where was where was your, I really like doing this. I'm and glad I moved in out. business? Yeah, just you're really glad you moved out here. Because, I mean, everybody has that, I shouldn't have moved out here. And then they're like, now I know why I moved out here moments, right? It, it's it, For me, it was like in stages. You know, the first time I saw myself on TV. Which was what? Which, uh, that was a glad trash bag commercial. Okay, what were you doing? I was some dude walking down the street. Uh-huh. Watching a lady take out her trash. That's awesome. great. <clears throat> did you get a, Did you turn your face towards camera, or did you just do what you were told? I did what I was told, and I was now just how did walking you see into, it? 
I was at home watching TV. And it just happened, because this is pre-being able to like find the commercial oh, yeah. on YouTube or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, just happened to be watching TV, and... Uh, and what'd you do? Did you giggle yourself by yourself? What'd you do? Oh, God, I... <laughs> one of the coolest holy shit moments are ever. Did you have TiVo? No. So oh, you God, couldn't even is... pause it and wave the yeah. neighbors you don't He's know into the house. He's fumbling with a VHS yeah, tape to get it in yeah. before the... Uh, ah, the commercial's exactly, done. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then once I started working in production, it was the first time I saw my name in credits. Yeah, yeah. first time you see your credits, pretty cool. That was, re- that was really cool. Um, then as a site rep, oh man, those... those... Duan like, John, for a while, Duan like trying to get pictures taken with people. Yeah. Who are yeah. some people that you've gotten pictures taken with? Oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right, good. now I'm drawing a blank. That's okay. <laughs> so who is, the, who is the first time that you actually had a brief conversation with an actor? And who was that actor where you're like, this is pretty sweet. I cannot believe I'm having this conversation right now. Once again, though, a bunch of times. Yeah, but I what just, was the first one? There's always a first time, right? Because obviously you don't really. Yeah. Um, no one. Okay, good. Was, was it Brian Irwin? Uh, <laughs> oh wait, that's me. It I think not. it was. Oh, it was okay. not. I, the coolest conversation I, I was when Jay Z and Beyonce. Came yeah, there. I knew you were going to bring that one up. But what and was the conversation? Explain the conversation. She actually stopped and asked me how my day was going. And uh, after a brief moment of of you, crying, you saying nothing, you weeping, you crying, yeah. getting a boner, yeah, yeah. Uh, she finally walked away. Yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty much. I see. Are those tears <laughs> and a lump in your pants? Yes. <laughs> like, oh my god, did she just talk to me? Um, did you answer or did you just go? Blah, 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 blah. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. That's what you said to Jay Z. What did you yeah. say to Beyonce? I did. I just I just answered her. Um, All of everything's going fine. How How are you doing? And she just looked at me. I'm like, a billionaire. I'm, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, she told. That's exactly how she. I mean, she didn't say it. You know, like like a dick or anything. But, but she, she was, was like. like I'm great. Uh, I'm and then Beyonce. I thought about it like, yeah, I bet, yeah, I bet you are. I bet you are. I bet yeah, you are. And even if you had something to complain about, you probably shouldn't do it to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I should say, well, my chef didn't cook the right breakfast this morning, and my maid didn't make my bed. Like, okay. That's I, so I'm, funny. I just had an actor hotel. open up to me like that. Uh, really? During um, Avengers Graham. Uh-huh. Is this still anonymous? Or are we allowed to say? <laughs> you can't say names, but you can. Yeah, but you can say that there was a person that was complaining. Yeah, you know, there was actor. a person, uh, you know, pretty well known actor who mm-hmm. was, was showing up for work to be in this, and um, I, he pulled in, and I just asked him, "Hey, how's everything going?" And he just sat in his Mercedes and looked at me like, <laughs> "Sat in his Mercedes and looked at you." It's funny. Yeah. He said, "Man, I've been better. My my wife is leaving me, and we've been together <laughs> for sixteen years, and." And it's all my fault, you know. You you got to really be careful what you wish for because you you know it might happen, and once it happens, you might not, you know. You you was he wishing for younger pussy, and then he got it, and then his wife was like, "I don't." You've think gone so. off the lo- the wrong track here. I want to know what your answer was to that. Like what you're now, you are literally caught in a situation. Well, you know, what can you say to that? You just no, I want to know what he did. Oh, what did wow. you do? I I, I just let uh, me- you can park over there. That was your answer to everything you just said. Uh-huh. No, no, the answer was you have to move your car. Yeah. Uh, I just came over to tell you you can't park here. So... Sorry about the rest. But no, looks man. I, I asked this guy how he was, and it turned into like a, you know, How did you end Phil. it, though? I just I put my hand on his shoulder, and I just shook my head and let him let him talk. So you said nothing? No. I, uh, I just... I really just let him talk. Like, did you did. tell him, hey, you know, I met Beyonce once. It's going to be okay. <laughs> she asked me how my day was. You know what I said? I said it was pretty good. Maybe you try that next time, buddy. What the fuck? He did. He did, man. He told me, you know, he uh, 
it was his fault because he wanted a, a trial separation. He wanted you know to spend some time apart, and she loved and, it. And the minute <laughs> like, that's goodbye. what happens, the that's minute that's exactly what happened. He said, you know, a week after he he separated, he knew he had messed up and he wanted to get her back. She was like, nah. and she was like, no, I, this I think this was for the best. Now let me ask you something. At that moment, did you think to yourself, I got to call TMZ right now and make a little bit extra cash <laughs> on the side? I just thought, like, wow, is this guy really telling me about his personal personal of life? Of course. Uh, I, I, especially, like I said, at length. There's a lot more now that I'm glossing over. Right, but no, like, no, that's, uh, that's a good gloss. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was more than enough because you literally were one of those guys that just, you'd ask a generic question and expected almost no answer and yeah, instead were trapped in a situation. Even if you I'd be like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But then to, to spill the yeah. beans like that is yeah. a little bit much. Same show, Duan and I were stoked to uh, meet Lou Ferrigno. We both we both hovered like small yes. little children waiting for his arrival. We had to. And by the I way, I understand. By that. the way, Ferrigno looks amazing for his age. For sixty two, super nice guy. Age girl, hormone, growth. but he's also. Ma- I mean, he's a tall dude. Like I had yeah. no idea. Like right, you like you know, he's the Hulk, right? So yeah, you figure he was big, but he was TV big, right? Right. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. This he's guy's real, like real life. life. He's like real, real, real life big. big. Legitimately, <laughs> oh, oh my god, everyone! If everyone you is see doing bad acting outside right now, see what we're seeing <laughs> uh, in storm. No, 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 you're real people, you're not zombies, you don't need to. The background is walking yep. out as if a big storm is coming. Yep. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, I think this is a good point. A good, now they're asking, good... now they're running back in. <laughs> oh my god, really bad looking around. This is genius. <laughs> Guys, look for Stormageddon on the Sci-Fi Channel coming soon. <laughs> it will be, and it will probably be awesome. To be honest with oh you, that's God, that's gonna. So. Duan, thank you so much for visiting. Anytime, yeah, Duan, you're a great visitor, it. buddy. Uh, yeah, stop by, me. Stop by anytime, man. And you were worried. I thought you you're easy. I told you, you just have a conversation. This is. Your, I'm glad this is your you're, you're a virgin. You're no longer a virgin microphone. Hey, hey, yeah, right? absolutely. What, this if, was, what uh, if he did every podcast now that like, he wouldn't stop coming? He did, no, not this one. I mean, he does every single person's. That's what he's known for. <clears throat> yeah, visiting on the podcast. Visitor. He visits podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you <clears throat> told me to stop by anytime. I you yeah, can actually. Not, not you can stop by whenever you want. Not my apartment, Devon. Why are you here at my apartment, Devon? Devon. I used to say to him like when I first met him, he he has this pause when he talks about like, how you doing, Dwayne. He's like, well, you know, doing good. And I was always like, are you getting choked up right now? Like it always sounded like, no matter what the question was, he was always like, cry. yes. It's always like a little bit of you know, life has been. It's, it's, it's okay. Did you see the Bengals game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. will make him cry. On, on, on that note, I will. I will. Thank you so much for having me, Dewan right, Johnson. Dave. Everybody, Dewan Johnson, guys. You can find is, him nowhere uh, on the internet. Yeah, he doesn't like the internet. <laughs> Look for him in hefty glad bag commercials. He's one of those guys. I'm like, why, why are we not Facebook friends? And he just he doesn't answer. It's like, okay, I get it. There's a couple people that are like, no, no, we're not going to friend up on this thing. This He's is like, not, I no. work with you. That's about it, buddy. Nope, I'll do yeah, your podcast, yeah. but the rest of it. They need some ba- background. Any more background? Ooh, get down there, buddy. Show them what. Oh, they oh they want to be on the show. Yeah. That's funny. Well, thank you for talking when the mic is off and yeah. wandering away. No one could understand no, no. you. Now you've learned where you're where you don't understand microphones. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, maybe we will. Maybe we'll throw them in. Maybe we'll do. We'll record some other episodes. We figured there'd be some people. Let them know we might call some people up. Not today, but maybe tomorrow or, or something like that when we do another episode. Yeah, we can. Well, if we can get the director and. Uh... Oh, I'm sure these guys will do it. I, I told you just be, by virtue of being where we where we're at. 
because we're, we're by filming, there's always going to be somebody on the show that wants to tell a story. We just got to be careful what stories they tell. Yeah, that's true. Juwan told a great story, though. That, that's what I'm talking about, like, that right there when he's like, oh, yeah, I said, hi, how are you doing? And that was, that was, he did good clearance, too. But you can also, tell the guy's been around today. He's like, what, what can I and can I not say right But now? also, the Beyonce Jay Z thing is really funny. Like, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Like, she's Beyonce. I'm sure she's good. She's good, but I want to let you know something um, that what, what, I, what I know about Dewan is that there, and you know this, if you're in the business and you know that someone is arriving, there's called strategic placing of where your job is at at that moment upon arrival and or pastor or walking in. by. Yeah, you have to be in the right spot to even have a chance for that specific conversation to happen. And Dewan is really good at knowing where to be placed. That's I guess he's funny. he's calling his inner extra to know <laughs> his inner his inner background. His inner work. background actor. Yes. As to find the right place. But uh, good episode, buddy. Yeah, it was a great episode, man. Episode two in the books. Hollywood Anonymous. Wait, Joe, are we gonna do the is there gonna be a generic thing following us with where we are on YouTube? Yes. On, okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we don't got to do anything else. That's it. That's a wrap on Hollywood Anonymous Part 2. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually, at John Huck, and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 